Hope Caked with Mud. Part two of a conversation with Michigan Bishop David Bard and Bishop Julius C. Trimble about the future of the United Methodist Church on episode number 25 of the To Be Encouraged podcast. Somewhere along the line, I heard someone use the phrase, hope caked with mud. Um, and I really loved that, loved that phrase. We can't minimize some of the difficulty, the challenge, the pain. It's happening in the church. Um, it's happening in our, in our society. Um, who would have thought we would have been talking about a war happening in, in Europe? You are welcome to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Bishop Trimble is on a mission to encourage you with the love of Jesus Christ so you can rise to your highest potential. On To Be Encouraged, Bishop Trimble speaks to a discouraged world with a good word on the pandemic, racism, the environment, human sexuality, and the state of the church, with a focus on centering your life on the love of Jesus Christ. Has there ever been a more needed time for an encouraging word to our world? This is your time to rise to your greatest potential and to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. Hello, good people, and welcome to the To Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. This is the podcast where we offer an encouraging word to an often discouraged world. I'm your co-host, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. Here on episode number 25, Bishop Trimble continues a conversation with Michigan Bishop David Bard about the future of the United Methodist Church. This is part two of a two-part episode with Bishop Bard. In part one, Bishop Bard and Bishop Trimble break down the complexities surrounding the current state of the United Methodist Church and the implications of these complexities for the future of the church. You could find part one at toabeencouraged.com slash episode slash zero two four. We have links at tobeencouraged.com. Here on part two, Bishop Bard and Bishop Trimble go a bit deeper into the nature and the hope and the joy of the local church moving forward. They talk about the church as a very human institution and how there are a lot of churches that are really focused on trying to live out God's love in Jesus Christ as a congregation and keep the main thing the main thing. And they also talk about some of the scriptures that are important to them as they think about grace and hope moving forward in the church. We pick up the conversation with Bishop Bard speaking about lessons learned from a recent trip to Europe where he witnessed the passion play at Oberabergau. I just got back from a, a trip to um, 
Europe, I went with a, a tour. We saw the Passion Play at Oberammergau, and then also we're in a few of the few cities in Europe. And it, I was really struck by the the sort of the, the history of the church. I, you know, the the Oberammergau play focuses on the story of Jesus, and Jesus was not powerful in terms of the world. He wouldn't have been on any list of uh, emperors. You know, there's an interesting contrast between the imperial authorities and Jesus that you see in, in the Oberammergau play and see in the Gospels. And then we went to some of these ornate cathedrals. We were in one church where it was filled with statues of Habsburg leaders. Um, and I was reminded that, that the church is a very human institution, and we've gotten it wrong before. And in the midst of that, the church is also a place where God's grace can be experienced and conveyed. Genuine good can be done. Justice can be done. And we just have to figure out our way to lean into being loving, lean into doing justice, lean into um, eradicating some of the harms of our own history. And we'll find our way forward. Mm. Are you seeing some examples, Bishop Bard and Bishop Trimble, of congregations or maybe clergy groups or lady groups that are doing this successfully? You know, we hear we hear a lot about those, you know, conflicts and those antagonists. But give us an example, if you will, in Michigan or someplace else, of somebody who's making some effort to work through this process. I agree with something Bishop Trimble said a, a while back. There, there are a lot of churches where issues around disaffiliation are, are not the top issues in the congregation, where they're really focused on um, trying to live out God's love in Jesus Christ as a congregation and in, in mission in the world in, in multiple ways. Um, there was a church in, in Michigan last spring. I preached for their, their service um, they had done a whole weekend on um, dealing with with racism and you know trying to trying as a congregation predominantly predominantly Caucasian congregation white congregation you know trying to understand how it is um, our history of racialized thinking and um, racism still has an impact in the world around us and they you know they people spent a lot of time working on that um, and. They were looking at their ministry in, in some some new ways, and and they're really trying to live out God's love in Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, this Christ who, who breaks down dividing walls. And what does it mean that that's that's who we talk about as Lord and Savior? This Jesus who breaks down dividing walls. Um, you know, so that's an example of a church focusing on the mission and ministry of the church in in the midst of um, all all that all the other things that are going on in our denomination. That kind of like keeping the main thing, the main it's thing. Keeping the main thing, the main thing. <laughs> I know Bishop Tribble likes to share that. I, I like that too, quite a lot. Yeah, I mean, we still have, God Tribble, still calls we, us to to ministry in Jesus Christ, even in the midst of everything that's going on. And Bishop Tribble, I know that you've shared some important scriptures that you've shared in the past on some of these issues. But Bishop Bard, Bishop Tribble, I'd be interested in any scriptural foundation or any scriptural. Uh, a thread running through some of these conversations we're having about the church being 
primary and focused on grace and on hope and things of this nature, as opposed to division or derision or this, these type of things. Well, it's interesting. In my mother's 100th birthday party, my our youngest son asked to share a scripture, and he shared from 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. You know, there are many parts of the body, but 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 we're really part of one body. And, and I think about that. Uh, what does it mean for us to be part of the body of Christ? What does it mean for us? Uh, you know, what does it mean for the for the arm not to say to the need that I don't need you? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this notion that we don't need each other is 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 one that really has to be dismissed. I, I said uh, when I met with, on Thursday with the, most of the clergy, but the clergy laity, I said, you know, my hope is that even those who may be disaffiliating, that our common hymn will be making disciples of Jesus Christ so that we will still sing that same common hymn of making disciples of Jesus Christ. Cause ultimately if we are part of the body of Christ, we are still part of part of one body. Uh, and, and I keep hearing it. It's not uncommon for me as was the case yesterday in church for the, me to meet some young people or, or some not so young people who are still answering the call of the ministry. And I met a young lady who's, who I knew her father from the East Ohio Conference. And she's now, she went to Purdue and got her graduate degree at Purdue and is worshiping at a United Methodist Church in Indiana. And I, I said, I remember you remember her as a child. I knew her, knew her parents better than I knew her. But God is still calling people to the ministry. And, and we still, you know, it, it, sometimes we have to really pay attention to what we say all the time of, looking for glory sightings as opposed to, uh, you know, our, our next problem or our next complaint that we have to address. When I get asked to preach at places for, for a particular occasion, um, I always go to the lectionary to see what the, the lectionary scripture might be to see if it, it fits the occasion. And mm-hmm. sometimes it maybe doesn't, but often it does. And not long ago, I preached at a church's um, anniversary um, hundredth, hundredth anniversary, hundred fiftieth anniversary, I believe. Anyway, this the scripture was the parable of the Good Samaritan, and I thought, what better way to talk about moving into the future as a church than to use that that text in the midst of all of the the laws and commandments? What's important? That's what Jesus is. That the conversation is about loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. And, you know, the lawyer is, tries to be evasive, but his question, it can be also be an honest question. You know, who's my neighbor and what does it mean to love? The questions are still there, but you have to grapple with them and then figure out how in the midst of that God is calling us to, to love, to make disciples, to love the world, uh, to transform the world in the name and spirit of Jesus. And there's other the psalms. The psalms often speak. You know, the, I love the the psalms where they're with their um, deep honesty about those days when it's just really hard, and you feel like uh, you know you're kind of just hanging over the pit and uh, kind of wondering if God's forgotten about you. And then there's always those echoes of joy and trust. Three words that come to mind: what you just said there, the grappling part, and then leading to joy and trust. I don't think you could really get to true joy and true trust 
without grappling, you know, without uh, give and take and maybe even some anxiety and, and that type of thing. A good, a good friendship, a good marriage, a good church relationship, a good pastor people relationship means you deal with difficult things. And that's, that's at hand here. Bishop, uh, Bishop Trimble, what else do you want to ask Bishop Bard before we have our uh, closing about uh, encouragement? I want to take this opportunity up. And I learned this from when I started doing work with African universities, thank people seven times for a gift. So I want to thank, thank David Bishop Bard, uh, my colleague and friend for taking this time out. We were teasing a little bit when we began, because I know we were having council of the bishops this week. And we, we all have things. He just came back into to the country. So I want to just thank him for giving his time because you could have easily said no. And probably your administrative assistant probably tried to tell you, don't do it. <laughs> but he, he, he <laughs> but, but he went ahead and, and he made the time. And so I would just want to thank uh, Bishop Barr. Be, be glad to have him back another time because he can kind of, we can dig deeper into just some of the ethics, the ethics that we're, that we're facing with him. I know he's a big, a big scholar related to Christian ethics. Well, but uh, the other thing I wanted to say, uh, Brad, before we run out of time is that persons who listen to the podcast, you know, sometimes you're looking for a sign or a confirmation. And I, I want to say this, and I know all three of us can confirm this, that God loves you and there's nothing you have to do to earn that love. We don't have to take a vote. You don't have to wait for a general mm-hmm. conference or your state legislature or your school board to vote on it. God loves you. You know, and and it's already been settled. That's not something subject to debate. And there are people who I know the last couple of years because of the pandemic have been watching churches online and they're listening to more podcasts and radio. And sometimes there's someone out there that just needs to know that God loves them. That's already a settled matter. uh, And we can confirm that. Well, thank you for sharing that, Bishop Tremble. And Bishop Bard, we just want to give you one last word. The theme of our podcast is to be encouraged. And so just like to hear a word from you. Uh, what is encouraging to you right now in either in your life or in the church or in the world? But what is an encouraging word that you can give our, our listening audience? Oh, thank, thanks. So uh, somewhere along the line, I heard someone use the phrase hope caked with mud. Um, and I really loved that, <laughs> love that phrase. Yeah, because, you know, we can't minimize some of the difficulty, the challenge, the pain. It's happening in the church. Um, it's happening in our in our society. Um, who would have thought we would have been talking about a war happening in in Europe um, in in most of our lifetimes? You know, there's really difficult difficult things out there like that. And then you see those those moments um, when people inspired by by their faith, uh, reach out to love, reach out, reach out to care. Um, you know, natural disasters happen, and the church is there to respond. Um, we've raised millions of dollars for Ukraine as a United Methodist Church. Uh, we we heard this morning, and people are responding to floods in the in the south and um, awful floods in Kentucky. Um, you know, all all of those small things. I, I'd encourage people to, to not miss those those moments. Sometimes they're quiet. They're not going to be the lead story uh, on the nightly news. Um, but look for those moments of kindness, of, of love, 
of, of beauty because God's grace continues to, to break in. Um, God's love uh, cannot be defeated. Um, it's there. It's there to wrap us in kindness. It's there to give us the courage uh, to do the, what we need to do in, in life. And so um, I am encouraged. And I, and I love when Bishop Trimble uh, encourages us to be encouraged. So thanks so much for uh, giving <laughs> well, me time. And it's always a joy to be, be, with, uh, be with Bishop Trimble. And Brad, it's, it's nice to be with you again. Well, I appreciate you being with us. And uh, indeed, I love, I just love that phrase, hope caked with mud. I love that because that just. Yeah, gets, that'll be okay. used again, won't it? I, I, got, I, I got a feeling that could be a book title yeah. or a sermon series or something like that. Yeah. So that, that's great. So indeed, we are all about here about being, about giving an encouraging word. That is the theme of Bishop Julius C. Trumbull's life. And I've known him for many years, and it's always been his theme, and it certainly is the theme of our podcast here, which is To Be Encouraged, which is all about bringing an encouraging word to a often discouraged world. I join Bishop Tremble in extending my great uh, gratitude and thankfulness to Bishop David Bard from Michigan for being our guest on today's episode number 25 of the To Be Encouraged podcast. This was part one of a two-part episode featuring our conversation with Bishop Bard. You can catch part one at tobeencouraged.com slash episode slash 024, where Bishop Trimble and I really focused in our conversation with Bishop Bard about the complexities involved with the current situation in the United Methodist Church moving forward. In today's episode, I really loved when Bishop Bard introduced us and turned the phrase hope caked with mud towards the end of our conversation. I really love that phrase because it really epitomizes the situation in our church in many ways, our world right now. There is, we cannot overlook, we cannot minimize the difficulties, the challenges, the pain, and sometimes the ugliness that's happening in the church. It's a little bit dirty. It's a little bit muddy, if you will, and it's happening in our society, the body politic and economics and all kinds of things in the world. Whether it's in our church, whether it's matters of the UMC, the GMC, disaffiliation or general conference, it can all be a bit muddy and there, there are difficult questions to be grappled with. You know, just like when the lawyer asked Jesus, you know, Jesus, who is my neighbor? These are hard questions to deal with. But Jesus offers us that sense of hope about seeing all people as our neighbor. And our conversation today was all about looking for hope, looking for kindness, looking for moments of love and beauty where God's grace becomes known, where God's love cannot be defeated. It's there in kindness. It's there in acts that happen in our local churches when we help people in need, and we can look for moments of courage and be encouraged by that. Uh, it's all about what one thing that was said here today, about keeping the main thing the main thing. One of the phrases that gets beat up a little bit on our United Methodist Church conversations these days is our mission statement, you know, making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. 
if we keep our eye on the ball that way, maybe uh, we can be uh, more focused on what every local church needs to be doing because really, in some regards, it doesn't matter if you're UMC or GMC or something else. If you do not keep your focus on making disciples of Jesus Christ, what are you? You're something else. I used to play baseball as a kid quite a bit. And when the baseball itself is brand new, it's white and it's pure, and you play baseball and you see it relatively well, and you go up to bat, maybe you can hit the ball because you see it. But once you play with the ball a little bit, it gets dirty and muddy and it gets you know grayish. And especially if you play you know toward dusk, a lot harder to hit. So what do you have to do in order to hit the ball? You have to concentrate and focus a bit more. It's harder to be sure, but it can be done. You can hit the ball. So I just want to invite us in our United Methodist Church to keep our eye on the ball, even if it has some mud on it. Hope with mud on it. I love that. So that's what we're about here on the To Be Encouraged podcast. We're all about offering an encouraging word to a discouraged world world, with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. I'm your co-host, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. Proud to be a part of this podcast where we offer you something to hang on to that's encouraging. And I invite you to join us next time on To Be Encouraged. Until then, please continue to do all the good that you can. Consider yourself encouraged and appreciated for listening to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Now, please share the blessing and encourage others in your life to listen to Be Encouraged. You can do just that by pointing your people to the website tobeencouraged.com. That's T-O-B-E-E-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E-D.com. Or connect through Apple Podcast, where you can follow, rate, and review To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. When you do that, you're doing your part to bring a good word to a discouraged world. Remember, to listen next week, to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tribble, and never forget, God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it.